This week's episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Casper Premium Mattresses, and you listeners can go to caspertrial.com slash lasertime and get $50 towards any new mattress. little show that nobody liked was Laser Time. And that is my transition into a show about cover songs by covering Paul Harvey. Not good. Everybody's looking at me mystified mm, right now. Paul Harvey. Yeah. Paul Harvey, uh, yes. We talked about him on Talking Simpsons a while a Family back. Feud? No. That's Steve Harvey. Oh, okay. Uh, and hi, but I'm Creator Chris Antista. Casper? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Antista, who else do we have? Uh, Dave Rudden. Dave Rudden, the Diamond Dog. Uh, a cover of my crib. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Uh, cover star, Brett Elsing. Brett Elsing, who did this. most of the assembling on this episode. Uh, if you don't know what Laser Time is, we're the internet's eighth leading pop culture show. We really Jeez. slid after uh, you know, after those rap songs yeah. and monsters. So for this episode, we're just going to take the first episode of Laser Time and redo it with yes. like, uh, oh. uh, rap rock in the background, much what I did probably. The, I've pretty much started <laughs> uh, to do that. It's that is six what, years uh, old. A lot of my videos have become... Is here, remember an article I wrote six years ago? <laughs> well, now it's a video where you can discover it. Hey, uh, GR's doing that with our stuff, too. Hey, anyway, but we're a pop culture show. We usually pick a topic. We'll research the shit out of it, grab you some fun sound clips. And shows like this usually yield the best sound clips because it's where we basically create a mac- micro-listening party yeah. of a bunch of shitty songs. Yeah. Ne- not necessarily shitty songs. So what I wanted to do... I've been wanting to do this for a long time because... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you said, shame songs was fun. Yeah, hate, we do a show songs. shame songs, songs we're ashamed to like. We finally did hate songs, which we didn't want to do, but turned out okay. Um, yeah, because it's and this was a case of like cover songs are always yeah a, a, a questionable thing because it's like if someone's bothering to cover a song, mm-hmm. odds are that original song was very popular yeah. and well known and inspired someone. And when they do it, you are you have to make a song that is as good or better mm-hmm. because you've got to fight all the baggage of the original one. Yeah. Uh, Try and make just it Just like when Mission of Burma covered Pere Ubu on that live album. <laughs> You're telling me. The number one See, Burma guy. I, I keep comparing it. We were talking about it on, a, on Bonus Time a few weeks ago. The Disney Beauty and the Beast movie. Yeah. It looks like... I don't hate. I didn't hate the Jungle Book, but this looks like a bland cover song of an original. Like, what did you bring to this? Like, set it in space or something. Like, yeah. this looks like the those fictional characters, those uh, the Lumiere and Cogsworth. Those were all the Disney cartoon creation to just make the movie again with those same things. You're using the originality the original movie made made it its own with, and yeah. bringing nothing else to the table. What does the the live action remake bring to the table yeah. other than fucking? A new way, something new to market. Right, it bugs yeah, well, me. You, it, answer, it, you answered your own question. It, it bugs me, and I think of the live-action Beauty and the Beast like a cover song of an already great song. More right. or less, it's, it's like fan art too. You know, it's yeah, like it's a, a great bit. way to learn, and it's a great way to sort of find your way. But if you never break out of that, if yes. you become like a cover band or whatever, that's fine. Disney should know how to make movies. Why is yeah. it cruise ship cover banding like all its fucking movies? <laughs> <laughs> but what I wanted to do was give a a. This is nowhere near yeah. authoritative by any means, but some Music kind of is subjective, some kind of well, a vague history of cover songs, mm-hmm. and then of course in the process uh, we will talk about songs you maybe didn't realize were covers. Mm-hmm. Slash, here's some garbage ones. <laughs> slash ones that I will po- like propose. I don't think this is that bad. Slash okay. a cover song featuring Slash. Damn, man. <laughs> uh, but for what it's worth, in the early days of music, when it would be recorded and put somewhere, the idea of a cover song. Mm-hmm didn't really exist because that's why sheet music was i don't know if that's why it's invented but mm-hmm. sheet music was everybody can play this song now yeah. i have i have documented the notes 
And so when anyone would get any kind of fame or notoriety, they're probably playing some yeah, pre-existing that's song. how symphonies worked. Like, it needed oh, yeah, to yeah. sound like exactly what the writer yeah. intended and, yeah. and there were no when there were no physical recordings and they tended to play whatever live and the idea of like owning a song or this is mine or you can't play this again it's kind of like what it's a song like I'll just play it and that'll be fine but one of the earliest examples of a someone who got kind of big off of covers or at least cribbing from another song is Hank Williams Ooh. not Hank Williams Jr. Uh, 1952 song Jambalaya on the Bayou <laughs> uh, which will uh which you can hear here. And this is already a tangled web because it's based on a song called Big Texas that goes back to the 40s. And it's like, did he copy this? Did they acknowledge it? Did he wrote new lyrics, kind of change some of the sentiment? But as far as a cover, this was almost like a sampling or cover of a 40s song, Big huh. Texas. Um, I don't expect anyone to have any memories of Hank Williams. Oh, Hank Williams is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you ever need a scene where you're uh, you just got divorced and you're drinking in a bar that has sawdust on the floor, yeah, you can play like, any Hank Williams. All scene. I'm seeing right now is an establishing shot to a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, that'll work. Pretty much. But yeah, Hank Williams, 1952. After that, uh, Blue Suede Shoes. Oh yeah, is which that, most folks would associate with most so most folks would associate with Elvis, but it was I mean technically Elvis' whole, whole career is a cover. Exactly, <laughs> Elvis got big off of covering uh, existing songs. So in this case, Blue Suede Shoes, a 1955 hit from Carl Perkins. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. Not Elvis. Three to get ready now, go cat go, but don't you step on my blue. Doodly do. I, I do love. Kind of the beginning was just like jarring that he took that time. Like yeah, just hearing extra. Elvis's version, like yeah, yeah. one for the money. But come on, come on. Because I can assure you, this is a song none of us ever listened to, yeah. and it yeah. still sounds wrong for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when weird. I'm heading down to the malt shop, I always yeah. throw old Carl Perkins <laughs> uh, in the DeSoto. When I'm deciding who can and can't live in my neighborhood, I'm putting on my leather jacket and combing back my hair. They're picking up the new issue of Red Book. Mm. Uh. <laughs> when I'm folding a box of Marlboros up into my shirt sleeves. Uh, uh, sting cuts too deep for me. Uh, mm. But Elvis would make it famous by performing it on TV numerous yeah. times. And again, the idea of like, hey, that's not your song was kind of like, shut it up. Did, it didn't exist because... I don't know. The world wasn't oversaturated by the same songs. There wasn't yeah. internet to look up. Is that the same song I heard yeah. ten weeks ago in the Ed yeah. Sullivan Show? How would you know? They yeah. couldn't flip through their seventy eights or anything. <laughs> yeah. There was no record. Or- yeah. <laughs> yeah, no but, literal but record. But there's like there's no way to research it unless yeah. you bought it. Sure. And Ed Sullivan um, already burned the negatives from that episode. True. Yeah. So. That's true. Uh, but yeah, Elvis had many covers. You know, Elvis and Beatles known for like, hey, let's take yeah. something someone else did, and then from that, you know, move on into their own stuff. Mm-hmm. But. The next big cover, a song that you may not realize was a cover song, uh, 1967, uh, Bob Dylan song. Oh, yeah. All Along the Watchtower, which is... I mean, it, in the music community, isn't it well known that Bob Dylan... Everybody else can make a hit out of a Bob Dylan song except Bob Dylan. Kind of. Uh, I think three people have been on the charts with Tambourine Man, but not Bob Dylan, the guy who wrote the song. Even huh. William Shatner. Huh. Uh, has sold more copies of Tambourine Man than Bob Dylan. It's weird. I didn't really know that because at the time you just assumed that every Bob Dylan song was a hit since they're all like... You know. there, it was almost none of them. Yeah. But oh. meanwhile, it's probably like the single artist my father has given the most money to. Uh. <laughs> also, this live version sucks, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but What the fuck? I don't, I don't get a sense of Vietnam at all when mm. I hear this version. But everyone else... Yeah! <laughs> Immediately, again, this is from the movie Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I tell but this, this this lick, man, it's a great. 
from Watchmen, everybody. They <laughs> hit Watchmen the or Full Metal Jacket or Battlefield Vietnam. Uh, got Charlie's on our tail. My, I, I tell this story all the time, but it's one of my favorite stories about growing up. My my friend was handed down his father's Nissan Maxima. We called it the Maxima because it was Melendez. Was this the talking Maxima? It was the talking, the nice. one that would yell that the yeah. door is ajar. He bought yeah. a shitty, cheap CD player that skipped like shit. Also, could not hold the place of your song, so it would start every CD over whenever you started the car. Beautiful. This song being number one on the mm. best of Jimi Hendrix, every time we went off, time, <laughs> time to go get some Chick fil A. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Off the That's famous glorious. album uh, Legend with the song No Woman, No Cry. What? Um, but 19 Bob Marley, that was the joke. <laughs> uh, 1967, Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix released a mm-hmm. cover about a year later, mm-hmm. and you know which one endured like, and became the more... People could cover songs a year later. Like, it's just... I don't it think was you can very, get away with that now. It was very rapid. Oh, like, we'll actually see instances of that later in the episode. More correct. Will we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah, where it's like, hey, Blue Suede Shoes came out in 55, and Elvis is singing it that year. Mm. Yeah, it, exactly. It's really strange. Uh... Yeah, it does seem like bad taste, doesn't it? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, hmm. a little bit. But like, I, I, you haven't he, even given this song a chance to succeed, especially in the old days when like radio play could take a year or two to like yeah. popularize something. Yeah, they'd record a radio show and it wouldn't air until five days later. That's true. It took the, it took them two weeks to download back then. That's, crazy. That's how the radio yeah, works. Uh, Twist and shout. Yeah, older song. Not the Beatles. Uh, this is the Isley Brothers. Which the Beatles would make famous in the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Back when you could license a Beatles song for a movie. Yeah, but uh, this is there's a great documentary. I think it's Hulu exclusive for now. The Eight Days a Week. It, it, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not Ron Howard. Did it? I, yeah, Ron Howard did it. I'm not a huge music aficionado, and yeah, I know the Beatles, but like showing the Beatles as like they. They didn't. They weren't corrupted by fame because they were a working band for years, mm. and and sort of like when the Beatles break, you, the mop top hair and the suits, they look like a normal, clean '50s band. And when you hear this cover, you realize this is a much more punk rock, raw, an angrier version of this song. And it was just it was fascinating to see that footage because they had to present themselves like every other band did. Mm-hmm. We're all clean cut and dressed in suits, and that wasn't really who they were. And when you separate that look from their music, you can see why like. This is what music sounded like. Yeah, Their yeah. version is a little grittier, a little, a little more sounds a little mm, more dangerous. It's shoutier. Yeah. yeah. Hence the Twist and Shout. But uh Twist and Shout Icy Brothers made it modestly famous uh 1961 uh modest hit and then the Beatles covered it in 63 and then mm-hmm. that's what anyone Matthew pop- Broderick covered it yep. even better. They yeah, were so. also mm-hmm. thinking of renaming it Twist and Shout and hang it on me wall. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. One of the best old timey covers was uh, that kid from the Simpsons singing My Dingaling. Yeah, which is a real <laughs> song. The real song, yeah, I learned it in camp. Wow. It's great. <laughs> uh after that 1964, a song by Gloria Jones Ooh. would go on to become a hit 80s song. Mm. I think I this knew is this. Great, by the way. It's yeah. a good song. And wait, I, I think this I, is. I'm actually kind of doing the reverse right now, where yeah. I'm. These aren't the covers. These are cases where the cover is the popular Man. one, and yeah. you're like, "That was a cover." Yeah, and that's the era of the show. So I'm my in introduction right now. to this was Coneheads. Yes, Coneheads. They covered it too. <laughs> so, yes, they uh, did. or the daughter and her friends. Yes. Wow, did they? Yes, yeah, they did. Cool. In a prolonged oh, wow. subway commercial. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, Gloria Jones, Tainted Love, 1964. I kind of didn't know this. Mm. I somehow missed this completely. Yeah, me too. 
Soft Cell? Is that uh, yeah, Soft Cell. So was it? This, that was the same scene, Subway commercial and Tainted Love. No. Okay. No. Okay. But it, but because Jared that has was, Tainted that, Love. That was Tainted Sub. But it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, when I look when I look at it with modern eyes, and for some reason I do look at Coneheads mm. with modern eyes. <laughs> it was sad that that was the most popular song they could license because within the continuity oh, yeah. of the movie. This was the most famous song ever in 1994. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> Even though they had an exclusive Chili Pepper song in the soundtrack. Ah. I eat at Bump Bump Got Subway. To <laughs> Got to Coca Trio. Uh, after that, 1962, a a song that was a hit five times in America. Wow. Or sorry, a top five hit three times mm-hmm. uh, in three different decades. Mm-hmm. Can you even guess what song has been popular? Three different decades. It's not Tambourine Man, you're telling me. It's not Tambourine Man. Hmm. Uh, First by Little Eva. Landslide? <laughs> Landslide. I... One second. Little Eva. Uh. 1962. I don't know what it is yet. Really? There she was. Oh, no. uh, oh my god I forgot about the 80's version of Locomotion It's fucking terrible So Little Eva Locomotion Great song I love the original Yeah. Uh, fun video as oh, well I see a picture of her and her hair All I can think of is Millhouse at the Wig Factory Yes. <laughs> uh, 1974 by Grand Funk Railroad Takes a while to get going And then jump ahead a bit Gross. Yeah, that's not yeah. Sounds like if you tried to grow the Beach Boys in a lab. You gotta swing. But then the '80s, Kylie Minogue, the locomotion. That was Kylie Minogue. Wow. Yeah. Cammy herself. Cammy herself. This sounds better than the Grand Funk Railroad version. I gotta well, say. I just remember we were kids, and like I talked mostly about comic books yeah. and Nintendo and then one day people started coming to school singing this song yeah. non-stop in the 80s and yeah. I, I, I didn't, it took me years to hear it again this mm. is fucking Kokomo the video is, is there a dance that goes to it because people were doing a fucking dance to it in There's, elementary school she's doing a dance but this video is really weird in that it's very well, it's very early days of videos mm. but she looks like she's lost mm-hmm. repeatedly like she's kind of like is this all one take? Like, mm. this, I don't have a dance to do. <laughs> um, and she kind of looks off camera sometimes. You're like, uh, keep going. I, it's very weird. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, Locomotion. Three times has cracked the top five. Wow. I think it's been covered in commercials where they replace Locomotion with something else. I'm like, sure. Do the Sparkle Crest now or something. <laughs> yes, Crest Sparkle Motion. It, yes. I, oh, was this with the, <laughs> the CGI sparkly gel heads? It has to be. Sparkle Crest! <laughs> and this is one of my go-to, uh, like, did you know that song's a cover? Mm-hmm. Um, 1979 by Robert Hazard uh, would become a... Uh, the old Duke boys. A huge 80s hit <laughs> pop song huh. began this way. Are you kidding wow. me? I didn't know this. Yeah, me this was originally performed by by a man. Yeah, Robert wow. Hazard. Girls just want to have fun. Allegedly, it's one of the comments says it sounds like Dracula's singing. Yes. Bull. <laughs> 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 Girls just want to pull this string. Uh, 
But Cindy Lauper would make it a <laughs> Titanic hit yeah. in, the, in the 80s. Holy shit, I did not know. The uh, girls were walking down the lab <laughs> with one night. God damn it. Uh, that's Having one of fun, my, it was an awful sight. That's <laughs> one of my favorite slash most hated episodes. It's is one of my favorites. The, what monster is Parties. Monster yes. Parties. God damn it. Half Episode about monster-based novelty songs. The Monster Swim is where I got <laughs> hot and angry. Uh, but also, uh, after that, um, man... Uh, 1983 song by Talk Talk, mm. covered in 2003. Oh, I know this one. By No Doubt. Yes. Yeah. If I, could I didn't hear yeah. this version until that's way later. What I was just gonna of all the 80s stuff I was obsessed with yeah. in the 80s and 90s, I never heard this. After also, the No Doubt song became a hit, yeah. this gets this started getting re- regular yeah, radio play. Yeah. Also, so, the actual video for this is literally nothing but nature footage. It's a karaoke video. <laughs> okay, we're just like unrelated. Like, are you walking with yoga mats in a zoo? Great. Uh, let me guess. So I always ducks are migrating. Jet skis in Hawaii. Uh, so I had some grass. <laughs> I had heard this like two or three years before No Doubt covered it because it was in. Uh, Activision Anthology, which is a PS2 compilation of all of Activision's Atari games. It's actually really they good. Use one the of the song, be- like the menu. Yeah, because like when you're playing like Pitfall yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. they just uh, they play a bunch of AD songs. Really? Yeah. Like maybe I mean, Tainted Love might be in there, huh. or like Walking in LA. I remember was in that. It, it was like a great. It was every great song that wasn't in GTA Vice City oh, was nice. on this soundtrack. Ah. And then you could also watch like Phil Hartman's ice hockey commercial. <laughs> uh, so when I heard this, I was like, "This is an amazing song. This is my favorite song on this soundtrack." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know, 19 or 20. I'm like, if I ever, and I never will, if I ever start like a a band, yes, we're, covering we're covering this song because this song is fucking awesome. And yeah. then no doubt did it, and they did a great job. With it. So no, I can't no doubt really one, I like just fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's perfectly fine. And there was for. It was when Gwen Stefani was doing her solo stuff yeah. the first time around. And and Return to Saturn is the album. They, I don't remember the I think name. It is. Uh, this is a greatest hits album, mm. and they weren't. They were thinking, well, we should probably have at least one new song. Mm. And because of the time constraints, they're like, look, we don't cover songs. Kind of suck when you do that as mm. a band who doesn't really do covers. Mm-hmm. But eh, we all really like this song a lot, so let's do that. And that's how in '04, I think. Oh no, it was '03. Uh, no doubt covered this song. Uh, this is a, this is one that this is my second. This is my number two. Mm. You won't believe that song was a cover. Mm. 1993, Danish singer Liz Sorensen, and then later the band Edna Swap, <laughs> uh, made this. Chris face looks shocked. Uh, <laughs> wrote, wrote this song, and it would become a massive hit in the late 90s. But this is how this song began. Boy. Are you kidding? Torn. Yeah, he was wow. warm. He came the fucking Bruglia? So. This sounds like a little fair headlighter material right yes. here. Yes. I want to hit this one with a dart made of cocaine. <laughs> Speed it up. Shredded light blue jeans. So that's from the 80s? Fatal. That's from 1993. Oh. Yep, that sounds exactly like it's from yeah. <laughs> I'm sad the 80s are over. But yeah. what's next? Playing she got some for Kurt Buffy Cobain. the gang. <laughs> she got but some yeah. of Kurt Cobain's heroin and it's just like, uh, but Natalie and Brulia, I can go. Yeah, Natalie and Brulia's 1997 version of uh, Torn is the one that everybody knows. One of my true favorite mm. 90s songs. It's so much fun. It's a super fun karaoke mm. song. That's uh, just how you feel, Brett. <laughs> I am bound and broken on the floor. What do you want? Uh, 1975, uh, Love Roller Coaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
that most of you know from the Beavis and Butthead Do America? <laughs> recently turned 20 years old uh, Beavis Why? and Butthead movie Wait, uh, so covered by Brad Ashley Peppers. Yes. And they be yeah. I'm trying to remember what, what man. What roller coasters were popular in the 70s? What on Coney Island? <laughs> like that's it. Didn't have like the awesome ones like uh, I guess maybe Spacer, but Space Mountain was around back then. I do love the Chili Peppers version. But man, it's fun. Flea screaming, oh shit! It, this this was due to make a comeback because the 90s is when you got like those superhero roller coasters at, at Six True. Flags, oh, yeah. like that. Man, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers version though one. When this song plays in the movie, mm-hmm. what's supposed to be a crazy, wow, they're in Las Vegas. Yeah. It looks so cheap and boring. They're just dancing next to sculptures. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but distorted radio vocals. Uh, boy, this looks really cheap. Get your ticket. We'll go out with uh, the rest of Love Rollercoaster really yeah. quick. When we come back, uh, we're going to round out uh, songs that you're surprised are covers or maybe forgot. And then we're going to mm. get into the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of Laser Time, all about cover songs. You know where a good place for covers is? A bed? Ha <laughs> ha! What a segue into uh, this week's sponsor, Casper Mattresses. And guess what? You listeners can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and get $50 towards any new mattress. And if you are mattress shopping, Casper is absolutely something you should consider. Not only does it combine high-density memory and premium latex foam to create a sleep surface that contours to your body and keeps you cool and balanced throughout the night, uh, it's a hell of a lot cheaper than mattress at a big box store. Trust me, I know from experience. I believe our buddy Dave sleeps on one every single night, but Casper has done all the research, and to cut out the big store middlemen and focus on research, innovating things on the science of sleep, uh, there is no store. It comes directly to your door. And that's what helps Casper mattresses cost a quarter of what you'll find in stores and online. Instead of having to go pick up a mattress or anything like that, uh, Casper ships them directly, and better still, you can try it out for yourself with a 100-night risk-free trial. That's 100 nights. I think 99 days. I forget exactly how that works. Try it out for yourself. If, if you don't find Casper a cool and comfortable uh, sleep surface, then you can uh, give them a call. They'll come pick it up, give you a full refund, and it'll be as if it never happened. But it might be time to upgrade that old mattress of yours. And remember, Casper has mattresses from Twin to California King. Whatever the size is, they've got something for you, and you can save $50 on anything by going to caspertrial.com slash laser time right now. Thank you, Casper. you like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. I had a slam banging weekend, saw a ton of people, old GR friends, Charlie and Cherry. That was oh, nice. like, I didn't really invite Charlie over as much as he said, we paid for a babysitter and we're going to do shit. Right. But it's like, we have one night, we're forcing ourselves. Oh yeah, I would absolutely. Thank God you did. Uh, whose house is open? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be in it very soon. It, it, it really brought me back to like, 
who, who moved yeah. out right away? Oh, yeah. man, let's go over there. What is he doing? Let's all meet over at his house, whether we, he likes it or not. <laughs> I lived in a house mm-hmm. towards the end of my Illinois run where it was like, yeah, just come over whenever. And then it was, oh, good. I'm glad there's always a party here. <laughs> I would, like, come out of my room be like, there's 50 people here. Mm-hmm. I don't know most of them. <laughs> and, like, uh, then there's one point cops show up mm-hmm. because they're like, yeah, we got a report. I'm like, from who? I couldn't hit a, ho- a neighbor's house with a football. Oh, I but then they're like, we heard there's a report of underage drinking, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Every- <laughs> literally everybody get out of my house I right know, now. I know, we had a dumb, the cops can't say anything if you have a sign in your door that says no one drinking under 21. Like, <laughs> that is, there's no way that's the law. That's like, that I can law. just, I can Mario paint <laughs> out a picture that says no one under 21. I'm under 21. Yeah. Like, that is, that is impossible. And the picture no, was my to- friend in a, in like, full... Bolly Clob and Kevlar holding a shotgun to my head as I, I presented my ID. I, someday I want to find that picture. It was great. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcasts, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. It's a time, second segment. I fucking love mm. this song. So that is Nine Inch Nails Hurt, Hurt. from their album The Downward Spiral, 1994, mm-hmm. famously covered in 2002 mm-hmm. by Johnny Cash. And it, it just bugs me that this is... It's not only the most famous version of Hurt, it's now kind of the most famous version Johnny Cash song as well. Yeah, weirdly. Yeah, and yeah. I and I, I that always bugged me as like a you know young Nine Inch Nails fan. But if you ever read the story about die. the the music video, yeah. it it's makes, incredible. It's an incredible story, and like Johnny Cash pulling a Bowie and like I'm gonna do one last thing, perform a personal song, and this is going to be about me dying. Yeah, this yeah. video like gives me like I didn't grow up with any Johnny Cash music in my house, but like the video man really hits yeah. me. Yeah, that whole series, uh, it's like, they're called the American Albums series. Mm-hmm. Those albums are all, there's a lot of covers, covers on yeah. those, but they're all really good. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of, you know, obviously old, like, hymn kind of biblical songs yeah. and stuff and that kind of, but yeah. Great stuff on there. And the, great series of albums. This, did this close out Logan? No, that was Man Comes to Town. But yeah, this was it, this was used in the trailer was, as recently for Logan. It was used in the trailer, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Nine Inch Nails one is, mm-hmm. was notable because it's just so against type. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, you ever want to cry, just fire these up when you've got a couple drinks in you. Oh, and dude, you yes. will. Because I was so I was so <laughs> upset. I thought the world forgot about this one, and I lo- got to give a shout out. Rick and Morty closing out a second season oh, with yeah. the original Hurt song. Yeah, well. I just thought the world had forgotten. <laughs> uh, and uh, really quick. Uh, 1983, and then again, I think they remastered it in 88, New Order. Mm, yes. Allegedly the best-selling 12-inch wow. So album. Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. No? It's New World Order. Oh, okay, World sorry. Order. It's Blue Monday. Also, yeah. I'm the best-selling 12-inch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doesn't New Order technically uh, is built off a basis of a foundation of Joy Division covers? I don't that know. are rude. <laughs> Did happen, and they're all better. But uh, <laughs> covered by, I mean, if you were alive for this, you remember Orgy. Orgies. And I actually really like this. Yeah. I just, it's it's 90s, but mm. it's it's like a rounded, cool 90s. It's not kind of like garishly 90s. Mm. Uh, I think they're decent, res- well. decent that's the most, but <laughs> decent yeah. restraint. 
I definitely remember people buying this album for this song. For this yeah. song. And I had friends that had the CD, and any other song that came good. on this album was like, no, no thank it's, you. It's not good. And the most 90s name for this album that you can think of. It's um, a, And it's uh, immediately invokes images of wrestling. Uh, break the walls? Candy ass. Candy ass. <laughs> yes, lovely. And, and then finally, my last of the... Uh, a slight proposal because I actually like this mm-hmm. and sang it in karaoke with our friend Butters. Uh, Don Henley, 1984. This is this a cover? This is the this original. Is the original yeah. And this isn't Brian Adams, you're telling me. Don Henley. <laughs> wow. not, not Brian Adams. I really thought it was Brian Adams. <laughs> Fucking Napster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ruined my music <laughs> trivia to this day. I do like the original a lot. That's what, great. The Ataris covered? And then the Ataris covered it in 2003, which I really like. Um, it's very similar. It speeds it up, obviously, but then it changes. I hate uh, this. I love it, man. It's so much fun. But it changes certain things, like mm-hmm. uh, he says Ray Bans, and they change the they change the they change certain references mm. to make to Oakleys. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, uh, Pizza Hut, Back to the Future sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> But like I don't know things that like instead of Deadhead sticker, it's Black Flag sticker. Toyota Scion. Yes. Uh, but I like this one a lot. So what? And I love that the box of a Heelys. The karaoke actually distinguishes. <laughs> and when Scott and I sang it, we're like, yeah, we all know all the weird little inflections and where to where to steer into the song a little mm-hmm. harder. But if you have to, if you don't like that one, you have to choose mm-hmm. outside of the original. Uh, you either have to listen to the Atari's one forever or mm-hmm. the DJ Sammy version forever. Shit, I'm S ranking. A hundred percent. Miss, 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 miss. I got both my hands on the thing on the back. Just yes. <laughs> uh, the DDR reference to uh, Jesus. No, hate this one too. Yeah, this is bad. I'm not a fan of any of them. I yeah, think at this man, point. I love the original, but uh, so now we get into. You guys sent me some of your worst covers, mm-hmm. uh, but I'll start. I'll start with a softball. Um, 1966, The Monkees, covered by. Ah. <laughs> I'm a believer. This is not even my least favorite Smash Mouth cover. No, did I not send it to you? <laughs> There's, oh, is, I've got it. It's yeah. not the worst Smash Mouth Shrek song. Most yeah. Shrek song. <laughs> Every time I hear it, exactly, I just it's imagine the, a Shrek montage. Yeah. That's it's all sh- I it's, hear. It's the Shrek song. However, Smash Mouth, <laughs> Smash Mouth outdid themselves with the for the 2007 movie Zoom. This is awful. Uh, One of the best songs ever. Queen and David Bowie's Under Pressure. When he comes in... You know Ice is hereby exonerated of all crimes (laughs) compared to this. I hate his voice so much. He he can't hit the range of either vocalist here. And there's like studio musicians. Oh. It's just he, he's so, just he's so addicted to doing that like wow. kind of like trying to sound fucking cool <laughs> and it's so bad. <laughs> but he did give Tubby Fatman everywhere like the the chance to look at themselves yeah. as rock stars. <laughs> I can't sing. I'm not. I don't look great. Oh. If you're a Tubby Fat guy, you either pick Vic Mackey yeah. or the guy from Smash Mouth. Yeah. Your 
And for, I, this is off the fucking soundtrack yeah. of the Tim Allen superhero movie Zoom. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And it's mostly Smash Mouth for wow. some reason. The only reason. good cover of Under Pressure I've ever heard uh, is subjectively good, but the Blood Brothers are a very oh, annoying, yeah. screamy-ass man, and they cover that, and it's Just, obnoxious oh as hell. Oh, my God. There's like a 2000s-ass cover that also features a duet with like The Used mm. and oh, okay. like wow. My Bloody yeah. Valentine, Beautiful. I think. <sighs> Holy cow. If I'm not, I could be mistaken on so that. So one Smash Mouth... One Smash Mouth cover that I don't remember hating, and I, I bet I would if I re-listened to it, is "Why Can't We Be Friends." Why can't we be? F- I, it's terrible, but I yeah. did like it when I had. I that guess I didn't really album. like the original, so yeah. like, what's what's the cool. what, what harm can be done? <laughs> uh, Grim suggested this one. Uh, this this is one. Uh, several ones that you sent me just made me punch my desk. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you wanted a song that was like rich and soulful and emphatic mm-hmm. and emotional, and then wanted to just strip all that away. Got a little drum machine here. I feel good. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it! What is this? Like a fucking Radiohead blues album? This is like uh, this is this is San Francisco's very own Pomplamoose. Oh my god! Do nothing but make covers just this, like this. Yeah, this is a soundtrack to Kristen Ritter choking on her own vomit and dying. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! From Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, they're playing what looks like the Lights Out game. If you bought that at Kmart or Toys R Us, yep. where you have to push this different is buttons. So dumb. I feel like if you were born in the eighties, this is the first song you ever heard. These guys go on tour and sell out, and they're extremely popular. This is so it's like if music is like if James Brown is just too much for you. Here's a nice little version. Oh, to fucking hey, wait, these stands weren't double bolted. <laughs> <laughs> Hottest working band in business. One of the uh, if a James Brown song needed an Apple Teeny remix. There we go. <laughs> Pretty Jesus much. Christ. Jesus Christ. The official hey, soundtrack dude, to your brunch, dude. This song has bottomless breadsticks. What are you talking about? Uh, and to I don't want to get super sidetracked with this, but we mm-hmm. have done. We broke the story mm-hmm. of the slow woman covers of yes. songs that didn't need it. In that trailer music. are used in trailers constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the most recent one where I was just like my jaw dropped in the theater was Meryl Wagner in the trailer for A Cure for Wellness. A Cure for Wellness. This uh, is the latest. This Grim, Grim might not have heard this before. 2020, 20, 24 hours to go. <laughs> 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 and what's this movie about? It's supposedly pretty cool. The trailer looks, for what it's worth, looks sick now. The Ramon song was would already be done by now. I hear the movie's insane. I do want to see it. It looked inc- The trailer made it look very interesting. Basically, a guy committed against his will into a, a wacky mental institution. Okay. As a, as Does he a, think he's a robot? As a big fan of the ninth configuration, hmm. I'm down. Um, this is uh, one that I'm partial to, but mm-hmm. I know uh, y'all won't like it, and it's going to make me laugh. Uh, she Moves in Mysterious Ways. You two. You two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Covered by... Came FDM. Oh, I love it. It's oh, so how does, good. How does he build up to the chorus? Oh, a okay. woman comes in, but she sounds like a snake. Music for no one anywhere to do nothing to. Yeah, how do you dance to this? How did any of us dance to anything, uh, first of all? True. Jesus Christ. Yeah. My big prom was ruined by the KMFDM cover of <laughs> She Moves in Mysterious Ways. Uh, this is off their album, A Go-Go, 1998. A which, Go-Go Away, more like. Uh, they also covered an Osmond Brothers song, Crazy Horses, which I know mm. no one else has heard. I have, I have a 
and if you've never seen Donny Osmond perform Crazy Horses on this talk show, it's one of the most insane live performances you've ever seen. Really? Yes, it's pretty much just like 18 uh, people in the background doing funky chicken dances. It is really embarrassing, <laughs> even for white people in the 70s. So Crazy Horses came at the end. Oh, yeah, here we go. It's a pretty, pretty horses. The, song, this, the original dude, song is dumb too. I love it. Uh, For fans it, of mindless <laughs> self indulgence. Hey, come on! Don't you even dare! Don't you dare! Uh, Grim, here's another one you suggested. That's a great cover. The the fucking Method Man cover. Uh, <laughs> Dynamite hack. Oh, Ooh. I hate this so much. Yeah. So uh, lay it on me. Uh, Outside and I pointed my weapon just as I thought the fools kept stepping. Yeah. I jumped in the this is Boys in the Hood by Easy E. Yeah. Uh, as covered by four dough faced dipshits <laughs> who are intentionally, I guess, playing into their whiteness because they're all wearing sweaters. The video, they they're all on a golf course, right? They all look like uh, the Mean Street Posse. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the joke. The joke is we're white guys covering an old gangster rap song. The it, problem was this song was fucking huge. Yes. This was like on the radio for almost mm. a year. So, like, if I saw a band do this in concert, I'm like, that's cute. Hmm. But this this hit number one in the charts and was played on the radio every fucking hour. It's, and I think I, it really... It maddening. It set the foundation, I really think, for bands like Pomplamoose, where it's like, <laughs> I can cover rap songs acoustically, mm. and like that's one of, that's a huge thing on YouTube, like right? Mm. Huge, like, and they all fucking suck so yeah. much! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dynamite Hack, have you ever heard of anything no. they ever did? No. The, I mean, the Genesis game, but yeah, that's it. Damn it. But... <laughs> 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 Yeah, originally Easy E, Boys in the Hood. Yes. From the I mean, album and, NWA and the Posse. And possibly related to a bad raps thing. Easy E, not a great rapper. Oh, come on. Speaking of the dead? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, God rest his well, well, it was a great Emma Stone movie. Let me he try was it. around, he'd slap the taste out of your mouth. That's My name's Brett, and I'm here to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of rap covers, though, this is another one that I, like, my eyes uh, fucking ran and stimpied out of, their, out of my head. <laughs> I don't know if this is yet. So bad. Uh, who the fuck is this? This cameo? Corn? Corn? cameo, yes. Motherfuckers. Also, the video for this is the world's worst uh, CG of a face imposed on a dog walking around wow. for some reason. It's really bad. Oh, here we go. I just love how like so many new metal bands just are like, yo, what if we just do slap bass? Yeah, to yeah. shit. Because there's like, put it really high in the mix. I think the only like time ICP broke into MTV was like, and I don't even know what the cover is, but it's just like it was a song I would hear at the skating rink, like cameo yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and it, new metal was covering that era of like late 70s early yeah. 80s yeah, funk yeah. like any of the grand funk songs yeah. any of that stuff yeah yeah Ohio players <laughs> guys you're talking That's over corn <laughs> I apologize to Fieldy the head the gang <laughs> Fieldy, yeah. uh, and was, why do I know all this I was relating this? the story the other day but corn was on Loveline a million years ago when I was a child and I remember somebody <laughs> called in and they said sometimes when I take a poop I get a boner and <laughs> It turns out it was Fieldy from Corn who was calling in to talk to his friends on Love Live. Wow. wow. And it was just like, good fucking Lord. How far down should I take my Jinko jeans when I'm having sex? 
Uh, uh, Dave, you uh, yeah. linked Thanks. one from Limbiscuit, which is, is Faith. Yeah. yeah. Which, which I hate on another level because mm. oh, it's wow. a bad cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also what shot Limbiscuit into prominence. It, it broke them through, even though, like. It was before Nookie. It was before Nookie, and it yeah. was also like. We, We're talking $3 bill, y'all. We, yes. We've talked about it before, but like, I was there to witness the yeah. radio payola of like forcing Limp Biscuit on the world. And the world kind of said no. Until they covered a fucking George Michael song, yeah. which let them Trojan horse into popular culture, even though they yeah. were this close to rejecting them. This, and the fucking chorus is so shitty. And it's like all like. And the, yeah, the music video is like, here's us on tour. We're angry and flipping the bird all the time. It's like, that's not George Michael at all. <laughs> See, this is where you punch somebody in the head in this song that George Michael was singing What's Sock 2000, yes. baby? That's a strangle someone with your chain wallet. Yeah. Uh, but they had an even better slash worse yeah. one. They did. Uh, oh, boy. They did. Come on! Come on! Man, if you ever need to prove this fucker cannot sing. God damn it! Bittersweet Symphony. Didn't that Verve get in trouble? They, they can't they? I don't think they can perform it anymore. Yeah. They got the shit suit on by the oh, Rolling Stones. That's right, yeah, yeah. But isn't this another good example? Wasn't this song like brand new when this cover came out? Kinda, yeah. yeah like they, they the they were because the Verve were like late nineties, like so ninety six, ninety seven, yeah. but no, it was late night. It was like ninety nine. Huh. I don't know. I yeah, could be wrong. significant other was ninety nine. Uh, this is from a greatest hits album. Maybe oh, they had recorded come, it first. Come now, and greatest then, hits. Go fuck yourself, Limp Bizkit. It's weird too because I think this is actually a dual cover. The yes. second half is Bittersweet Symphony, and the first half is Motley Crue. Home sweet home. There's only yeah. I only have one good memory of Limp Bizkit. I've told that yeah. fucking Warped yeah, Tour yeah. story too many times, and it's just the Mad TV sketch where Will Sasso is playing, where he's playing Fred Durst, and just yells at the guitarist. Put on the gorilla suit, bitch! And like, <laughs> like, <laughs> still makes me laugh every time I think That's about it. Still good. <laughs> Another uh, bad biscuit cover is uh, "Behind Blue Eyes." Yep. That uh, God damn it! Fred Dirt's attempt to be like <laughs> emotional. Anytime he attempts to do anything yeah. other than go, yeah, it's just it's even worse than. Ehh! Oh fuck! It. This sucks so much. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta let the pathos set in for yes. a second. This is pretty much like the "Don't Make Fun of Me" song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty well put. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. serious, guys. This isn't to be confused with Wes Borland's solo the project behind white contacts. It's, like a, it's a song sung by a bully. Like, how dare you? Behind a red Yankees cap. Yes. This episode is also brought to you by Quip, baby, and you can go to tryquip.com slash laser time and save $10 on refills on what? Electric toothbrushes. I got these recommended me to uh, by dentist last year. I don't have dental insurance if you're not listening to bonus time. Uh, so she recommended an electric toothbrush, and I got to tell you, it changed uh, my oral life. <laughs> uh, that's what a terrible way to say that. 
Uh, but for real, I had a big cleaning over December, and every day since then with an electric toothbrush, my teeth have been feeling the exact same way. I can feel the contours in between every single tooth. It's pretty great. Quip offers simple, elegant electric toothbrushes with replacement brush heads delivered to you every three months. And instead of spending its marketing dollars uh, on gimmicks, the professionals at Quip have sought out the guidance and advice of oral care professionals. So their brushes, from handle to design to the vibrations of the brush heads, focus on health over hype. Quip offers metal or plastic handles, easy-to-use wall-mounted holsters, a travel case, and more. Plus, you can rest easy knowing the worn-out bristles will be replaced for you on time every three months or whenever you choose instead of being someone like me who would use a bad toothbrush until his gums split. <laughs> Electric brushes start at just 25 bucks, but you can save $10 on those refill plans which include uh, brush heads and Quip's own toothpaste by going to tryquip.com slash laser time. I heartily recommend switching over to electric toothbrushes. Takes the must, fuss, and best of all, uh, time out of shopping for new toothbrushes. Uh, thank you very much, Quip, and remember that URL is tryquip.com slash laser time. folks so much for listening this week i got a, a plug coming in under the wire not that this ever really works but i really want i really want you to check this out because it will prepare you for something we are doing in the very near future uh capcom and disney's disney afternoon collection just came out on steam ps4 and xbox and uh we were fortunate enough to uh, to work with them on making a couple of uh what would you call it retrospective slash histories or origin stories on all of the uh characters and games contained within the disney afternoon collection um, right now on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash lasertime or lasertimepodcast.com, you can check out uh, my little retrospectives on Darkwing Duck and Tailspin, two, uh, two things I care very much about that both just so happen to have great games. And they're like only, uh, what, what two-thirds of the what's in the Disney Afternoon Collection. But uh, again, it's from the heart. You know I love this stuff. Uh, I was very happy to work on these. I couldn't be happier to like play these games again and uh, get to check out some of the animation. But again, I'm preparing you for something we have hopefully coming up very soon. Check those out, please. Uh, they could use all the views and help you could give them. Uh, if you don't want, if you don't care about Disney crap, maybe you care about Michael Grimm's car article uh, slash article over on lasertimepodcast.com. The top ten car crash, uh, no car chase scenes of all time. There's a lot better crashes out there. Grim compiled those together based on our show from last week, and man, it's really, really, really cool. Uh, in, in case you didn't know, we didn't really do a hugely public thing about it because it was sudden. Uh, Brett has left us. Yeah, uh, but he will still be on 302010. You can look forward to Brett Elston appearances in 302010, as well as some other odds and ends we have yet to put up. We pre-recorded a couple things. Um, I'm not sure if you'll be able to give him a live send-off this Monday for our Monday Night Movie Hot Fuzz, celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the uh, middle movie of Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy. I love Hot Fuzz. I don't want to say more than Shaun of the Dead or At World's End, because I tend to fluctuate, but I really, really love Hot Fuzz and don't think it gets enough credit. It is really fun. It is on Netflix. We would like you to watch it with us. Tentatively scheduled for 6, 6.30. We're going to try uh, and accommodate a third mic hopefully we can um get a third mic on there 
Brett hasn't seen it. I know we have some other fans in our little cadre of Laser Time knuckleheads. Uh, we'll see what happens, but either way, watch it with us. It'll be really fun. And if you want to give any of those commentaries a la carte, you can go to lasertime.bandcamp.com or simply subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime for the low cost of just five bucks a month. You'll get access to every commentary we've ever done, every video, uh, cartoon, or wrestling commentary we've ever done, cheap podcast, and bonus time. Bonus time, that's a weekly show that we do every single week. This week's should be a little interesting as we try and get ourselves together post-Brett departure and tax day. I don't know how many of you listen to this or take this seriously, but uh, yeah, it's really nice to have people involved and saying nice things. I got to say that it's been a very, very weird week. Um, give it, just check us out. Maybe tell a friend. I think I'm tired of plugging stuff. You've heard enough from me. Thank you so much for supporting us, everyone. We really do appreciate it. Let's get back to the show. Dave, you had another one. So, uh, like, a lot of my picks are songs from bands that I like. Explain yourself. Yeah, they just don't fit quite right. And a lot of, in a lot of these cases, they were on, like, cover albums. Mm-hmm. And this is usually, like, the worst on that cover album. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one of them that, like, one of my favorite bands, but one of my least favorite covers ever is MXPX. Uh, on the covers, I was just thinking about Great, it. Great, pretty good album overall. But one of the songs, it, it is so tonally wrong for them that yes. I, and someone else today, wait. Four. Uh, someone else, another <laughs> band of the era did it way better. Is take on me? Yeah. So they don't even try to hit the note no, for what no. it's worth. It just kind of fizzles out. But then, then uh, Real Big Fish did it, and that was what made me buy the basketball <laughs> uh, wow. soundtrack. Uh, so I'm glad Should you mentioned Real Beer. Big Fish because uh, they covered this '80s hit mm. in on a 1997 tribute album for this band. Really? Woman, you want me, so give me a sign. Uh. Just a moment. Yes, this reminds me of that where it's like, let's lounge it up. I guess we're not including like semi-ironic I can't, I, bands like I that. Like legitimately Richard love Cheese me first in the Gimme Gimme's and yeah, Rich, yeah. Richard Cheese, man. I have put Richard Cheese in here almost okay, just okay, for the yeah. sake of it. But uh, Real Big Fish, Hungry Like a Wolf, mm-hmm. Hungry Like the Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's uh, from a 1997 Durin, Durin. cover album, which is interesting because speaking of Duran Duran, mm-hmm. they covered White Lines mm-hmm. in... Originally credited to Grandmaster... That, uh, I, this is the last whoops. song of theirs I heard on the radio. Yeah, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, but uh, I think Grandmaster Flash had already left Sugar Hill Records, so not really, but sort of. But then in 1995's album, Thank You, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Duran Duran covered uh, White, White Lines with most of them appearing in yeah. the video. Oh, yeah. So... 
uh, video has Grandmaster Flash in it, the Furious yeah. Five, like they collaborated on this. So they, it's one of those weird, like, yeah, it's a cover, but like everybody was kind of involved. It gave me the impression that like th they were in this song, but I don't think they are. Who's is it? Who sings the uh, getting higher portion? Uh, the Karis one. I'm not sure who all is in this, but this whole album is Duran Duran doing mm -hmm. cover songs, and this is like yeah the. They had a brief resurgence in 93 with Come Undone, mm -hmm. uh, Ordinary World, The Wedding Album. 93? 93. Damn. The Wedding Album is what us Duranis call it. But <laughs> why, Jimmy Duranis. Uh, 95 was Thank You, and then they didn't have another album until 97's Medazzaland, which sucks, <laughs> uh, which had a song in the Saint soundtrack. Uh, wow. I think yeah, everybody who was on the Saint soundtrack should be <laughs> shipped off to an island where they can never make music. But again. Duran Duran still doing it <laughs> to you, this day. Orbital. Still doing it to this day. But... If you're talking about covering '80s songs, mm. uh, in the same vein as Romstein, or damn it, same vein as KMFDM, Romstein covered a Depeche Mode song. Mm. Stripped, a Depeche Mode song that I had yeah. never heard of yeah. until this Romstein cover. Which is a cool video for what it's worth. Come exclusively to Pornhub. Now it's Sprockets. <laughs> Let me see you make. I'm really boggled that like a James Bond movie hasn't just made Rammstein a villain. Like the band. Or... They are in the opening of Triple X, singing their song "Fire Fry" off their third album, "Mutter." Don't fucking step to me with Rammstein. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Uh, but yeah. That's the Ubermensch when it comes to Rammstein. <laughs> so Dave, you did. You guys did mention the idea of. Uh, you know, concept remix al uh, cover mm -hmm. albums. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perhaps the worst of which is NASCAR Crank It Up. What? Uh, which takes country classics or old classics uh, and 2000s the fuck out of them. Oh, yes. Uh, here's but, but who? Like just a bunch of different bands? In a the bunch of different In bands. the name and spirit hmm. of NASCAR? Uh, NASCAR on Fox, to be specific. Mm -hmm. So oh. NASCAR on Fox, oh. which if you wanted to cross NASCAR with Fear Factory, Typo Negative, Slayer, Static X. No. And Red PE. Phoenix TX. If I accidentally built that in the lab, I'd shoot it in the head and start over. <laughs> and everybody's favorite, Buck Cherry. On the road again. I just can't wait to get on that road again. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I'm going to throw some crazy town on. We're going to drop in the Nissan X era. <laughs> I, got a, the I got a truck full of chicken fries. I'm ready to go <laughs> hit that road. <laughs> Buckcherry's not still around, right? I'm uh, I almost well, guarantee they're still touring. They're, I mean, they're in my heart. <laughs> just, I've never seen a band try so hard to just win the position of the official band of date rape. <laughs> all, all, yeah. all of their, <laughs> oh, all of their songs about getting too too fucked up to fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I also feel their name is like Fuddruckers Syndrome, where you just want to say yes. Fuckcherry. Yeah, mm. Cockcherry. Uh, Jesus, Cockcherry. Dave, you had another... Uh... Uh, this is probably like my favorite band of oh. my late teens, early 20s, but it is assigning a new genre to a perfectly good song, and thankfully it's only only like 90 seconds long, so it's not that bad, but yeah, it's Goldfinger mm -hmm. covering uh, The Kids Are All Right. For the God. Did you want a ska beat to your uh, Who song? Yeah, you just said, did I want a ska? And the answer was yes, immediately no. no. So it's uh, the Who song? Yes. <laughs> There's also just, the album cover for that is a baby with two coconuts instead of butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I will, I will say, I, I... That's the one I turned around when I put it in my vinyl uh, folder. <laughs> I was a massive Goldfinger fan yeah. for a few years there, and went all the way to Atlanta to see them. Mm. And, I can see it. And they opened up, they were opening for Sugar Ray, because that uh, was... Uh, Sugar Ray, who had a song, Fly, that wasn't indicative of anything else yeah, in their yeah, catalog. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointed yeah. a whole audience. Hi, hi, hi. But hi. Goldfinger <laughs> came out like just darkness, and then just came out to enter Sandman live. Mm. And that's still one of the coolest things mm. I've ever fucking seen in my life. And yeah. I'm not a huge Metallica fan. So you've fan. seen you, four things? Or uh, no, five things? They just, just. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't listen to Metallica a lot, but like that, that thing in an arena, like yeah, fucking shredded, I, yeah, dude, like I with a giant see. light. You've show. never seen Sandman come out? Inner Sandman. I mean, the uh, Sandman sorry. from yeah. ECW. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought we were going Neil Gaiman. That's no. fine. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, then Dave just sent me a new one. Uh, Newfound yeah. Glory. As long as we're keeping this early two thousands rock sound back going. when we listen to music. Speak- yes. and, but, uh, but this from the album, another cover album from the screen from the screen to your stereo. Yeah. I think they did two of them mm-hmm. where they just covered solely movie soundtrack songs. And this That's is my least awesome. favorite of the. For what it's worth, I don't know how long it takes to get there, but uh, it's a Cindy Lauper song. Oh. Goonies? Yes. Here we are hanging up the Not good enough. <laughs> I don't hate this as much as I thought it was. I do. Yeah, this is too bad, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is... But the Ataris. No, that's too far. But no, this... Yeah, your sucks, Brad. I'm sorry. This is the same song. It's the They're same They're all band. the same song. It's I mean, the same group. When Kanan... When Konami does a better cover of this yes. song, then, yeah, dude, then, the NES, then you're in trouble. Dude, if you that's run Tony great. Hawk's Pro Skater, you all sound exactly like and, that. I get Fat it. Records, and any, like, uh, what was the one? Uh, Epitaph. Epitaph. Epitaph Records, yeah. those two. All right. And by really proxy, that, that means though. the Advantages version of this song. <laughs> yeah. Better than yeah, uh, not wrong. Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm yeah. trying to see if I could... I think one of my childhood friends is in this band. Oh, I'm sorry, whoever uh, it is. Uh, but, but uh, again... Hey, this, look, most of, most of that album is all right, but this that version, I did not like. But we're in... As long as we're in the uh, same, we're in the same ballpark. I kind of love this song. Yeah. Uh, Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal, Michael Jackson. The original. Saw these guys perform this song at Warped Tour. Did you? Yeah. I saw them at the that Point Fest, man. That's all my points of reference yeah. for so many bands. Yeah. But uh, got big off of this song. But it, uh, it's, just, it's totally fine. It yeah. reminds me of a simpler time where like no one had thought to cover a Michael Jackson song at this point. I don't, I don't know. If uh, thought to cover or what were allowed? <laughs> what? Had you left your house? Wait, who, who has covered Michael Jackson stuff? Like, I, I mean, I just... Like, and, like, would release it on an album. Yeah, like, maybe as a band releasing a cover yeah. like that, yeah. I didn't hear it that much. Also, I want to be a record. This sucks. It's not a good cover. <laughs> I like this one, and I love this first al- the first album, Anthology, yeah. movies... I, I, man, I, I can't think... Anthology? Anthology. I can't hear that song and not think of the music video, which is filled with visual references to Michael Jackson yeah. videos. It's really fun. It's fun. I mean, going, like... I don't know why, but I recently watched some old Alien Ant Farm videos, and like I've Love never movies. like didn't realize in retrospect like that their lead singer has like ADD because he's always moving around really weird. Dude, when we that, saw him, yeah. he left the stage and he was singing, and everyone's like, "Where the hell is he?" <laughs> and then you turn around and he's like in the middle of us, and everyone goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and sipping your Farm beer, dude, is fucking singing movies in front of everybody. He's and it John was... Turturro from Mr. Deeds. <laughs> <laughs> but like he doesn't back off of the trying to do the Michael Jackson. Like I don't know, I really like that it's one a lot. It's fun, but the best version of Smooth Criminal is the Genesis version. Oh yes, from Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the best version is Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. You've called Great. my bluff. Now you're supporting a pedophile. I'm glad Grim's the only one here doing that. You've supported a pedophile. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So veering slightly off of that particular type of uh, mm-hmm. early 2000s rock is. 
a very rocky mm-hmm. rock band that I was very into 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. up through 05. I enjoyed their first three albums. Chris Rock covering the Chuck Rock theme. <laughs> but I'm, 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 willing to, I'm willing to set them aside. Uh, but Disturbed uh, uh. has a couple doozies. One is Shout 2000. Blech. Is there like a Seinfeld mouth pop in there somewhere that I keep hearing? (laughs) So, in this version, a thing that they can do without is feminism. (laughs) (laughs) But, did you know that on their third album, uh, which had 10,000 fists Mm. in the air... Oh, yes. uh, Uh, Didn't that have uh, cover art from... uh, the guy that did the Corn album, uh, the looks, Image comic. It looks uh, reminiscent. Todd it looked. Re- it was. It might have been McFarlane. Yeah, it looked reminiscent of the so Fall he, of the Leader. He, like, he yeah, drew yeah. like Stewie and uh, oh, right. that's yeah, the wrong yeah, McBrien. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Same uh, audience, really. <laughs> <laughs> they had another. American Dad. They had another '80s cover. Oh no. What the fuck is this? Uh, it's a pretty great oh, '80s Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is on the radio a bunch. So this has a giant puppet Ronald Reagan, but he's wearing spikes on his shoulders <laughs> like Weekend of Doom. <laughs> uh, Land of Confusion. There's something about just that guitar, like it's super overproduced, like compressed. Yeah. It makes all the shit sound yeah. identical. Oh, here we go. And because we did bring it up before, mm-hmm. and why not just toss this out there? Richard Cheese. Get up. Down doing down with the sickness, but this the only song like this to air in a movie like yeah. this isn't used in 2005's Dawn of the Dead, and it's a great sequence of the people, the montage of people yeah. living in the uh, mall. I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but this always reminds me of working at the record store and uh, the string quartet tributes. Yeah, or albums, and every single bin when a good album people wanted was sold out, the only thing left would be the string quartet <laughs> cover <laughs> tribute to. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was up with my fucking local NPR station, but all their like segue, their outro, intros and outros were orchestral Iron Maiden covers. Uh, Great in, in the two thousands, way to go NPR. <laughs> and then uh, getting towards the end, uh, there is, I mean, this You're is just just one I'll fire out there. Eighteens uh, in general, oh, just I want to give a shout out to Richard Cheese. Who is it? Slipknot's cover mm. it's cover of Slipknot's "People Equal Shit." <laughs> a very, very poignant song. <laughs> People equal shit. <laughs> right, I, I am about to send you a. Uh, it's an orchestra cover, and it kind of doesn't count because it was on a. Uh, it was on the Simpsons, but it is when when I was just with that awesome. Richard Cheese. I was thinking of something else from a Simpsons episode that. Oh God! Yeah. Yes. Hello, bands. Who is playing with the London Symphony Orchestra? <laughs> Come on, people! Somebody order the London Symphony Orchestra. Possibly while high. Cypress Hill, I'm looking in your direction. Hey, man, did we order an orchestra? <laughs> this orchestra. Where'd the orchestra come from? I don't know, man. Tell me about this, man. We gotta do something. Oh, yeah, yeah, we think we did. Uh, do you know Insane in the Brain? <clears throat> we mostly know classical, but we could give it a shot. And if you didn't see... Uh. This I like. 
if you didn't see, if you're not following the London Symphony Orchestra on social media, mm. uh-huh. someone asked them, "Do you know Insane in the mm. Membrane?" and they responded verbatim with the quote. Wow, um, that's great. Also, <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity to reference something that happened after 2010. Yes, thank you, Grim. Uh, Migos actually did a string quartet rap cover of some of their hits last year. They, they did Very popular yeah they had so their like Metallica like S&M album. music just like a, it was an EP you know I think it was uh, live at uh, NPR's Tiny Desk <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 18s is an example it's weird huh? they're not they're not a not a cover band per se mm-hmm. 18s is ABBA an what? all ABBA cover group like mm-hmm. assembled Disney Channel style to cover ABBA songs uh-huh. All ABBA songs. Their first album is all ABBA songs from the 70s or, or, you know, whenever. And popped up to sound like 2001 songs, Mm -hmm. even though they're very, very similar. And the the Mamma Mia soundtrack? I mean, my favorite member of the A-teens is B.A. Baracus. I don't know about you guys. I have no Uh, idea what... But eighteen because, because I liked ABBA. Right, yeah, I didn't know eighteen. Is that what you're 18s. saying? Eighteen. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I thought you were talking. I was like, uh, so they're, they're more than a tribute band. They're not a tribute band because, like, they were assembled. You exist to cover old mm. ABBA songs mm. and make them try to get kids under twenty to buy them. Oh. And because I actually liked a lot of ABBA stuff as a kid, I listened to a lot of eighteens because it was like, yeah, they're just ABBA songs, but they're like slightly sound modern. Like but sixteen kids, so this is kids bop, yeah. yeah. But their dancing queen sucks. Yeah. They're at least teenagers. But what's crazy is the video for this song mm-hmm. is a Breakfast Club parody, including the freaking teacher. Don't even think about leaving this hey, room. Jack and don't Gleason. even think about getting up from your desk Paul or talking to your neighbor. It's All right. really weird. Um, but they cover... And then they had a second album where they're like, time to write new material for uh, the A-teens. Yep. Uh, and they became the B teens uh, real quick. Bro, um, was there ever a time that you blasted a teens dancing queen out of your car window? Probably, <laughs> most most likely. Sick T top. Uh, I'm trying to imagine what your car would a look Bonneville. Like. It was uh, an inherited <laughs> car that I don't have to pay for this, so I will take it. Uh, but the last one we have here, I think this is one of Dave's uh, mm-hmm. a Joy Division song. Oh, not, my, not me. No, mm-hmm. uh, Joy Division song from 1980 mm-hmm. uh, that. Fallout Boy covered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Why? Why would Come you do on. that? I think my joke on this was that Ian Curtis killed himself because he saw a vision of the future and discovered. <laughs> Imagine having to oh, play this song 30 years from now for a new fucking DreamWorks movie and do, it, do this version of it. Ugh. It's something about cover songs and movies, right? Like, yeah. It just seems that's all they do. That's someone else's money. So why not... Turn away on your side. Good God. It's so, yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Like, the tone is wrong, you know, whatever. But that's, uh, I mean, at the risk of just listing every cover song ever, those for are sure. the ones that leapt out at us for sure. But yeah, like, the whole idea of covering really was a 50s, 60s thing that uh, over time, like, mm-hmm. 70s, 80s is when, like, oh, they covered this song that was popular 20 years ago. Yeah. That's when it finally became a thing. And the 80s was when it was just rampant. Where, like, uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I, could, I could definitely go collect. This in a, in a different criteria. Whenever there's a big fight in a band and they split and the lead singer breaks off, they almost always have to have a solo album filled to the brim with covers because they lost most of their writing talent in whatever argument they've had. And celebrities who have albums constantly do terrible covers of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's for a later laser time. One more though. Per- One more. Perhaps to not quite play us out is uh, friggin' 
big pun, still not a player. Still not a player, as covered by Incubus. Pardon me? Incubus, baby. Up in the hot tub, bubbly. But. around to defend himself. Actually. God damn it! He worked with them on this song. God damn it! This is off the Loud Rock soundtrack, which was. Christ awful 2000s new metal bands covering rap songs with the original artists. Are you kidding? No joke. This exists. Oh yeah, it's a whole album and it sucks. It's like the you know logical progression of what is it the uh, Judgment Night soundtrack? Yeah, into the Spawn soundtrack. Into the Blade Two. Let's not forget Blade Two. So I'm glad the Big Pun collected an extra check off of this, yeah. but. Uh, you know, there's a part in the song where like there's an ad lib where it's like, "You nasty twin." It's like a chick talking. Mm-hmm. It's you nasty twin. It's one of the fucking guys from the band talking, and it's just everything doing wrong his about best Incubus Snidely Whiplash. There. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I definitely had three Incubus albums, and I would never in my life ever listen to them again. <laughs> do they have? Do they have a DJ in every song? Or was Dude, that just we were talking about through? this too, where it's like you cannot be a new metal band unless you have yeah, DJ. You have to add a DJ. Limp Bizkit, uh, Link Sugar Park, Ray added one, and it's always just the most obnoxious over like Wiki Wiki, wiki. on top of everything. <laughs> to no rhythm, powered no by fan. fandom. Wiki Wiki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, the, that's the show. Uh, LazerTimePodcast.com yeah, is like where all this had as much fun as I garbage am. lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash LazerTime, uh, mm-hmm. which is how we unlocked the show. 302010, which is just over a year old, where we go week by week every Thursday. A new episode looks back 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago at the movies, music, TV, games, and news of that specific week. It is the beautiful mechanism through which we discovered Smash Mouth's cover of Under Pressure. And I'm not sure. (laughs) I love the show because it makes me look up these forgotten movies with even more forgotten soundtracks. Mm -hmm. And it directs us to watch movies for our Monday Night Movies. We watched Twister because, well, it turned 20 a year ago, but Bill Paxton recently dying. Mm -hmm. We watched that. Uh, Stream Games based on 3020. Yeah, but it's a fun show. Change the website name to 302010. (laughs) 302010.net. And uh, Talking Simpsons, if you've enjoyed, I can guess, I'm going to guess at least a dozen references to the mm-hmm. show throughout the course of this uh, Laser Time podcast. Talking Simpsons, every Wednesday, chronological breakdown of every episode of The Simpsons. Uh, clip and fuse, we explain every reference. It's mm. really, really, really fun, especially for the Treehouse of Horror mm. episode we did recently. We get to talk about the Twilight Zone and Night Gallery. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's also Video Game Apocalypse, our weekly video game show. Um, I'm kind of angry that no one's covered uh, Blackout's video games yet. Mm. <laughs> or Totally Awesome Video Games. Where th- where's those covers? I, I have to. I would have to go Pac-Man through reverse Fever. puberty and then yes. cry and then start <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you have something specific you want us to take us out with because uh, I blew all my clips. Um. <laughs> now, if you want a good, uh, actual good covers band, mm-hmm. Ultra Guide in Black by the Dirt Bombs is a pretty good cover album. Right. All right. That sounds go. good. Let's get out of here. Till next time, people. That if you can't walk.